from three this is cap space jam damn it and we are here man i'm excited so first of all if, if i was a person and i was going on youtube and i saw cap space jam i'd be like what the hell is that so i'm gonna start with telling you what the hell this is okay this is a fantasy basketball league yes we got 19 people who wish they could own an nba team and now their wishes have come true we're gonna have 17 well, 16 teams, 17-man rosters, a strict NBA salary cap. Uh, we're at $140 million, so that's where, like, the cap and the jam comes in. Like, we're running off a cap, and it's a jam as far as, you know. It's, it's a pun, though. We like puns It's a pun. Here. It's a double entendre. In another light, I'm a rapper. Uh, not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, man, Gary, of course, my, my man from D-Takes from 3, the athletes so, you know, we're probably going to do, like, hundred more shows before this life is over, man. Uh, thank you for coming in and going with my crazy idea. So of course, man. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I've always been wanting to do fantasy basketball. I did it a couple of years ago. No, no, just like went on one of those websites and joined my own thing. Never really like had friends to do it with. And so when you proposed the idea to me, I got a buddy of mine. Um, a lot of the people here in our, uh, in our chats and in our, uh, league here we have some co-owners so we'll be talking about that a little bit um i am co-owning it with uh one of my best friends nick uh i've grown up with him uh used to live with him and uh now we connect basically through sports and fantasy basketball now we text each other all the time about our team during the draft 
I was, you know, getting his opinions. He's at work in the middle of the forest and I'm over here asking him if I should draft Bull Bull. Uh, you know, we're, we're out here really doing some some digs, some I, I would say some deep takes, but that's our other podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks, Isaiah. I appreciate you for inviting yeah. me. And when uh, we got a couple of people, some some videos that we're going to watch here, some people going to yeah. join the stream. We got some people waiting in the wings. Yeah. Um, excited, excited about this, man. Yes. And then to the to the members that are watching, because I'll be honest, I don't know how many people are going to watch this show. I don't care if it's five. I don't care if it's 15. I don't care if it's a thousand. We're going to do this the right way. Um, and I, I do got to thank everybody that's in the league that is participating with the videos. I know this isn't everybody's thing. So stepping out the comfort zone to like support this idea. I really appreciate it. We're going to all of us it. are as narcissistic as the two of us just want right. to be on, on like, camera. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do appreciate everybody that's uh, participating and everybody that's made suggestions to make the league better. Um, but yeah, we're, what we're going to do is now we're going to roast all 15 teams aside from mine. Um, and we're going to find out, um, just what we think about every team. I'm going to pull up, uh, the sheet and I'm going to show each roster and we'll go ahead and, uh, do this from top to bottom. Now, for an example, we could use my team as the dummy here. Right. Um, and I, I don't want to say that I drafted like a dummy cause I feel like my team's pretty good. Um, I will say I have like five pending injuries already. Uh, it's not looking good. CJ McCollum is down. Um, hang on. Let me share this screen right here. Uh, one second. One second. Where is this at? Okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, dope. I didn't know we were doing all this. That's awesome. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know if it was going to work, but here we are. We're winging this. So. <laughs> okay. Well, we got it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So this could give you a brief explanate like a, a idea of what we're going for here so we have 17 roster spots like i said 140 million dollar salary cap and then we have the option for wild cards so we have up to five wild card spots that can be used at any time either in the draft or mid-season now the key is though these wild cards not only lock for the rest of the season but they reset at the end of the season so um, it's going to keep things fresh because if you're having a bad season there's a very good possibility you can find yourself competing the very the next season, depending who you mm -hmm. draft with that wild card pick. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. As you can see, my team right here, I got Devin Booker. That's going to be uh, him and Kyrie going to be my two highest paying, highest paid guys. Um, and I really tried to go with a team that had a, a nice mix of proven talent and some talent with really high upside. Like I think like a pick like Jaden Hardy, uh, I, I, I really, I'm excited to see like, cause he was once upon a time, like a projected top 10 pick in the NBA draft. So for 1 million, I really wanted to take that chance. And then you got Mr. Jake LaRavia or whatever the heck his name is, man. He scored 15 points the other day in preseason. I saw anytime I see a player that has like natural instincts, like you see that next to their name. I like to see it. Is he going to go ahead and be LeBron or Victor Wembanyama? No. Um, but I think he's going to be a pretty good player. Uh, speaking okay. of Victor Wembanyama, I'm gonna be honest. That is might be the number one pick, like in yeah. no, anything next year. Regardless, wild I mean, card or not. like wild card or not, like honestly, um, I mean, like we'll 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 move on from that really quickly. But I'll be honest, Isaiah. Um, looking at your team here, it is very obvious to me that you know how to play fantasy basketball because that starting uh, backcourt of yours, Devin Booker, Isaiah. Uh, not playing that much. I mean, he's a good defender, but let's be quite honest with ourselves. And then you got 
I'm a, I'm wondering if you're planning on starting Kyrie Irving immediately, considering. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, you know that the th- the th- at least the top four guys that you got there in um uh I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Kyrie Irving, Devin Booker, R.J. Barrett. Jabari Smith Jr. You got you are you are primed for some offensive explosion, my man. Uh, I'm hoping so. I will say, if I had to pick a weakness from my team, though, uh, my depth is not looking that great. I feel like I started getting too caught up with the salary, and I was trying to like crunch it a little bit towards the end. Mm-hmm. And then like Mark Williams was somebody I was kind of high on. I was hoping he would be able to steal like some starting minutes, but I see that he's now like a third option in his center, like with the Hornets, like, what are you doing? This is why the Hornets have not won a championship since like 1865 before the league even started. They would um, rather start Mason Plumley over, a, Mason uh, Plumlee you know, and Nick Richards, not- like dude. So um, now, and I, I did ask uh, quite a bit of people um, that, well, the people that participated, what was a team that they fear uh, aside from themselves, like what's the team that concerns them? I'll get into why later, but my pick is Ronnie. Ronnie has okay. really like scary. Like I was starting to feel that way. Ten picks in, and we're gonna hear from him later on. But before we do that, okay, oh I think God. my team. Looking is- at, okay, we're gonna we're gonna. I'm sorry, Ronnie. I gotta give you props. I'm looking at this team now. Jesus. Yeah, he made some. Um, I'm scared. At first, like he made two picks, and we'll get into it later. But I was like. Oh God, like, like, like this is not going to go mm-hmm. well for him. Mm-hmm. And it really did. So, but look, I, now that my team is settled, the verdict is there. I got RJ Barrett. I'm going to win a championship. We know this, right? Because I got RJ Barrett. But we have a guy in the wings waiting to jump in. Uh, we got David. He's Mitchell the Martian. I'm about to introduce him right now because his team is right below me. And this is, by the way, we got to give this guy credit. He helped me keep up with the doc. And he's the one, like, when it comes to fantasy sports, he's giving me so much advice as it pertains to, like, football, baseball, because it's, like, fantasy sports is different from the actual sport. And yeah, all. you could be – I you'll notice some from my team later on. I have some questionable, like, these guys are going to be on losing basketball teams, but they're going to put up the stats. Exactly. Give me – I you know, I got Colin Sexton on my team. I don't expect the Jazz to make any noise anywhere other than the tanking race. But yeah. Colin Sexton, hey, I'm, I'm, I'll, we'll get to my team later. Let's, yeah, we let's, will. Uh, let's go to David over here. There we go. David, welcome, my friend. How's it going, man? How's it you going? Know, you know, it's crazy. I've known this man for two or three years, and this is the first time, number one, I've seen his face, and number two, he, like, talked. Uh, yeah. This is quite the platform to do it. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, of course. And uh, Gary, of course, this is also the first time they've they've talked. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I will yeah. be honest with y'all. I, I've I have not met most of the people in this league <laughs> other than you and Devin Isaiah. To be so, fair, I yeah. have so. No, no, and I'm excited. You know, uh, these things bringing people together. If anything, absolutely. If you're watching this from a perspective of like trying to listen to basketball, watch basketball, it's fantastic. But if you're just trying to watch this from perspective of people getting together and figuring stuff out for the first time and meeting each other, I mean, this is also this is it. It's exactly what we're doing. This is the nice to meet you, David. <laughs> the beauty yeah, of good to meet you guys. I've yeah known idea since that first fantasy league we joined three years ago. Yeah. It's whew. and he now I'm in thirty-five different ones. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he saw all the major mistakes I made. I spent like three hundred dollars bidding money on DJ Lemayhew once upon a time. Like Ooh. he's seen it all. <laughs> he's seen it all. He's seen it all. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so, but David, man, so I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm going to ask mostly everybody, what was your strategy with drafting this team? And I know you had some help. Um, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. The good thing with this league, you could have as many co-GMs as you want. And, uh, I, I mean, what was your strategy with, with drafting your team? Well, first thing was to try to trade to get Jokic, but, you know, no one wanted to trade with me. So I went with Job because he was cheaper than all the other superstars. So I could have a little bit more room in there. And then I don't remember his name, but he offered me a trade for one of the rookies I picked. So I was able to pick up Pascal Siakam for half price, which really helped put the team together, I think. And then it was just, hey, ask the ask the Canadians in the league and they helped me a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, but, that, I think you did. Yeah. Really well there. You got some other key names there. You got like Terry Rozier. I think that was like a sneaky pick at 21 million. You got Wendell Carter jr. By the way, who I think is another really key name. You got Donovan Mitchell. I mean, the names keep going. Rudy Gobert, Laurie marketing. I mean, this is a deep team. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you were aiming for? Were you aiming for depth or, or Oh yeah, hundred percent depth. I, I, I don't know a ton about basketball or fantasy basketball, but yeah, it was mainly just go depth and make sure I try to have a starter out there for every game, rather than just pile up on one team. And you know, it's got to be said, man. I think the one pick that we haven't mentioned here that not only did you get him for an incredible two point nine five million this year. 4.5 million last next year. Sadiq Bay at your three. Not only oh, yeah, is he right. and like just an absolute flamethrower when it comes to just nights on the court where you might look down and go, wow, he had 40 points. Didn't he put up a 50 bomb last season? Like yep. this He's is a dude that can just absolutely light up. And he might have a game where he has like four or five points, but then you look the next game and he's got 37. So and and especially coming from Cade Cunningham. Um, getting passes on his end, and then you know whatever come becomes of Jaden Ivy there in uh, Detroit. That's a perfect wing spot that you filled for super cheap. I'm super jealous now looking at your team. <laughs> You're over here with Sadiq Bay, Cam Johnson for only five million. Yes, he has a player option or a team option next year, but at the exact same time, that's somebody who is going to get that quality. He's going to get that option. He yeah, he might be a little bit more expensive down the line, but for the next two years, you got. Not only a really good roster, but a cheap one as well. Yes, thank you. Of yeah. course, man. I mean, uh, if I had to give one critique, I'm gonna try to give a critique for everybody's team. You should go for it. Yeah, the, the only thing I would say, um, I mean, it's really it's hard to really find like one bad thing, other than you know, the next year, negative 21 million. I mean, we do got a cap increase coming, and you don't really have any pending free agents anyway, so you look to be in good shape, but I would say just flexibility moving forward might be something we want to look for. But uh, overall, yeah, top to bottom, there's like there's a name there that really has potential. And I think Lloyd Marketing could really be, be, especially if he stays in Utah. I mean, if he's going to be one of the main options over there, especially if Jordan Clarkson gets traded. Uh, mm-hmm. So he can put up some big numbers right there. I, I said that from the beginning. I'm like, damn, I think that was a good pick right there. So uh, now, David, is there a team in the wings – that you're fearful of besides your own. I mean, obviously you're going to win, right? You got to believe that, but who is second? Who are you facing in the finals? What's well, got to be my, uh, my best friend, you know, Josh, who stole Jokic right from me. He's got the best fantasy player in the league. I mean, when you can put up 10 more points a game than anybody else, that's a huge, just 
a huge carry to the end. And he plays in what, like 80 of the 82 games a year. Yeah. So it's that guy puts up just crazy numbers. So yeah, that is, that, I don't know about the rest of the team. I know his second pick was what Harden, but still Jokic can carry pretty much anything. He's getting yeah, all tough. the assists. Everybody on that team is just passing the ball. Jokic. Um, I'm trying to find it right here on the, on the, on the, on the oh. docket here. Yeah. Let me go but, ahead. Um, I got you. Let me pull that up right now. So we got Josh. Over here towards the bottom right, I believe. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> I know, like literally by direction. You edit, uh, we gotta be I gotta give you props to both of you guys because you did a lot of work with this doc. Um, you know, I, I was looking down and I was basically relying on y'all because I had I was drafting guys looking down at the salary cap and going like, Well, God, I hope that's right. Because of, <laughs> by the end of the day, I mean we'll get down, we'll get down to a, a lot of the people's, you know, you of course you see a lot of the a lot of the folks here, their last picks were a couple of guys that they need. You know, you spend a lot of good money in the first part of your draft. So yeah. for you to be able to have that money to get a guy like Terry Rozier closer toward the, towards the end of your draft, uh, David, you like honestly, that was a great pick. Just just on the fact that I don't think Charlotte's going to be very good this year, and for um, you know you to get their second primary score, somebody who can easily put up twenty a game, just yeah. based at the right at the end of your draft. I mean. Solid pick, especially when you got yeah. Hayward. Like you can't trust Hayward and Charlotte, you know, to stay healthy. So he made yes. really big numbers. And knock on wood, please don't happen. Please don't happen. But God forbid, Lamelo went down. Man, you're really talking about like a monster player. Um, but or yeah. they or they just drop Lamelo altogether for to tank for Wembenyama, and then you're <laughs> over here watching Terry Rozier getting 50 touches a game, just shooting the ball whenever he wants. Take it. I would not put it past Charlotte. Let me just no. say no, they need a center. <laughs> yeah, they do. Right. So Mark keep starting Williams. Plumlee, right? Jeez. Yeah, they're starting Plumlee, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll rant about that another day. Um, look, I know we're going in order, right? But while we got David here, I want to go to one of his other best friends. We got Ronnie's team. Of course, a team that I was just talking about that really scares me, right? And you see his team um just so much depth man like top to bottom um DeJounte Murray, Cade Cunningham, you got flexibility, you got free agents coming off the books next year. He did a sneaky little pick that I wasn't even sure was legal with the Scotty Pippen pick just to get a little bit more of an edge. Um he has a really just deep team. Like look 1 through 10, I didn't number the roster spots. But you got John Collins, TJ Warren, who in Brooklyn might put some numbers up. Fred Van Fleet, who he really overpaid for, and I was questioning that. But but like it's still like it, it like I can't question the man because look, Jacob Poleto, uh, Nikolai Vucevic, jo- Jonas Valanciunas. I can't even pronounce these names. Uh, who's that? J- Jaden McDaniel's and Jalen McDaniel's for some reason. Uh, and then he's you know he got he's got Katie. Man, it's a tough team. Gary, what do what do you see? Are you scared as me? Like, should I be? Am I overreacting? I'm. I. I think maybe a little bit. I mean, I love. I. I love the depth there. I love the the next season. He's got thirty two million left on the books to grab literally whoever he wants. Somebody who can't afford whatever guy they're trying to get. Um, we there were a lot of like free agents over here, but I think the one thing that we we look down and you see in his wild card spot, this man's got Paul George, Malcolm Brogdon, and Al Horford. Three guys who, you know, probably 
get overpaid in terms of their actual NBA salary. Not like overpaid, overpaid, like they're worth that money. Um, okay. But at That's the same insane. time, yeah. they're, um, you know, when it comes to this team and being able to just drop whoever you want at the end or drop those guys at the end of the season and plug and play, you're looking at a bunch of guys. And I mean, Cade, uh, Cade Cunningham, Malcolm Brogdon, Paul George trio, and then combine that with just all the talent that he's got there. This is a team that could in the next like two, three years, if he keeps this Cade Cunningham and Cade Cunningham becomes what he is supposed to be, this 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 is dangerous. I will say the Scotty Pippen Jr. pick threw me off. I knew he was in the G League and I knew he was like drafted by the or I mean not drafted by the Lakers, but on their summer league roster. Completely threw me off when I saw it on the thing. And I was like, is this a uh um is this a Bobby Bonilla kind of thing where Scotty Pippen's still being paid <laughs> half a million a season and I have no idea? Uh, and we could still somehow draft him, but no, it's his son, Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah. Um, uh, which is you know, I, I I really like what he could do next year with all that cap space. And then in year three, he's got 93 million. I'm over here with LeBron James. I'm stuck with that man for a long time. So, uh, you know, I, I'm happy I got LeBron, but I'm a little jealous of uh, the cap space over here. Yeah, definitely. Now, David, I want to get your reaction, but first, 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 we got to hear from the man himself. Ronnie delivered. He left us a message. I believe he's watching. I, I don't know where he is. He's somewhere. You know, he, he's Ronnie. He's doing what he's doing. So I'm going to play his video. He's going to tell you exactly what his strategy was and who he fears moving forward. Ronnie 3K, we should start calling him. 3K, absolutely. Ronnie 3K. We're about to nickname him that. <laughs> hey, y'all. How's it going today? Um, Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, so let's talk about my team strategy. I think that right off the bat, my, the most important strategy that I wanted to have was depth. I didn't want to spend uh, $40 million dollars on a player that um when i can spend 20 million dollars on two players um and so i wanted to have as much depth as possible especially in a league this size i think it's going to be really important as the year drags on you'll find the, you'll see a bunch of people that don't play on uh in back-to-backs and everything else like that so if i could uh focus on those guys that were 15 20 million dollars um, and get as many of those guys as possible that i knew had the capabilities of being an all-star that's really what I wanted to shoot for. Um, so looking ahead uh, at my team, you know, that's why I targeted guys like DeJounte Murray, um, Kate Cunningham, Vucevic, uh, JV in, in Memphis, and, and all these guys. I think that it was important to make sure that um, I was getting a lot of value for my for my team there. Um, and then, and then also I wanted to make sure that on my bench I had some had some key. Um, guys that could fill in so wanted to go pretty uh, pretty thick with the uh, with the bigs I wanted to get a lot of centers in there because a lot of times their bodies break down over the course of the year so there was a thought process on getting a uh, a pretty um, hefty center like Potal and uh, paying a lot of money for having him just to sit on the bench looking ahead at, at other guys the guys that scared me the most I think is probably going to be Brad um, he has a lot of talent on his team he has a lot of Young guys on his team, uh, he had guys that I was targeting, myself, uh, later on in the draft, Thomas Bryant being one of them, I think he's going to uh, definitely be a pretty good pick, especially for such a small salary, and then of course you can't go wrong with Kevin Durant, so uh, I think he, his team might be a little bit of a, of a force to be reckoned with, um, but yeah, best of luck to everybody this year, thanks for having me on, have a great day. 
So there you heard from the man himself, uh, himself, like my, my stream was like freezing and stopping. I don't know about you guys, but. No, I heard all of it. No, we were all well, good here. That's all that matters. I just want you guys to hear the words of Ronnie. <clears throat> so, uh, David, what'd you think? I know you and Ronnie have a storied history. So. Yeah, me and Ronnie are about as, go about as deep as me and you do, but he's, he's 100% right with Brad. Brad's team is a bunch of youngins in the next couple of years. If all those guys become what they're supposed to. With with Evan Mobley and uh, he had one other really good young guy that I can't remember, but yeah, that that team's going to be terrifying yeah. in the next couple of years. And but. that was another guy that that you know another guy that we go back well, especially you go back with Brad. Uh, he's in our oh, I have to shout out while you're here too, so there's proof with the doc with Gary mentioning how the doc is. We also got to shout out Mr. Alexander uh, of the Money Ball. He's the one that like kind of helped me like map it out and his formula for baseball leagues that we, I've been in for a couple of years is really what I went off of. Like I literally like took his entire style and ran with it. So, <laughs> so I just got to shout him out as well. But uh, yeah, man, I, I got to agree with you, Ronnie's um, Brad's team too. We'll get to him in a little while, but he has another solid team. Um, so, Hey David, man, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I know you got to go walk some dogs, right. Or something, something like that. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta go to work. But <laughs> Well, thanks for having me on. Thanks, man. Appreciate you having having you on. Yeah, have a good one. So that was pleasant. That was pleasant. Oh, he's fantastic. I love him. Yeah, he's he's a natural. He's like, oh, I'm nervous. Just ask me questions. I'm not going to talk. I'm like, you'll be fine. And I think, uh, you know, we're a welcoming group over here, right? So I think we're. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You know, big acceptance over here. (laughs) Yeah. So look, uh, am I sharing the right thing? Let me make sure I'm gonna share back our screen here. And we're gonna move over to Logan's team, who's right next to Ronnie. Uh, so I'm gonna go here. Uh, Logan's team, honestly, if I had to speak, like this would probably be my second or third most feared team. It's a, like, especially moving forward. You got some flexibility there with the 19 million. And one thing to note, as the NBA salary cap goes up, we will also increase by the percentage that the league goes by. So having 19 million with only two pending free agents, um, even though there are some club options to take into account, he's in a really good position with LaMelo Ball, PJ Washington, Jared Allen, uh, Kyle Kuzma. You see my name, right? So Obi Toppin, he, he got a <laughs> name too. Like this guy is no joke. What do you think about Logan and his, his team? I honestly, Logan, I think got a good amount of stole like picks towards the end that I was pretty uh, high on, or, or I mean, towards the beginning. I'm sorry. Um, mm. You got Franz Wagner, who I, you know, we don't really talk. If you've ever listened to our D takes from three podcasts, I don't really talk about Franz Wagner. We don't talk about the magic all that much, but not only is he just a player that I'm excited for the potential of uh, somebody who in the future could be just a utility guy that does everything on the court there. He shoots, he passes, he drives, he sets picks. Um, somebody who, I mean, give it three years, give it two years, is just going to be a force to be reckoned with. One of those, you know, 16, 7, and 5 guys who are going to light up the league on all parts of the stat sheet, can do anything on any side of the ball, and is really just a solid guy. He's got LaMelo, so you know that passing is going to be there. Jared Allen, you know, those rebounds and the blocks are going to come. And I really like the value that he got 
over with uh, Kyle Kuzma. Um, I'm a very high on Kyle Kuzma guy. Uh, I know you two are, you as well are. I know Devin is probably exploding in his seat right now listening to this. He thinks Kyle Kuzma's dog water. I don't agree. But yeah, I really like the makeup of this team. And I like the cap space that he has next season. And on one thing that we see here in his wild cards, man's got Russell Westbrook. And for all the clowning we're going to do with Westbrook, it has to be said he puts up fantasy numbers. He was an 18, 8, and 8 guy last year. And it's just going to it's gonna keep up with that kind of style of, you know, we're, we're looking at fantasy basketball. We're not really looking for wins here, folks. Yeah. We're looking for stats. Numbers. We're numbers. looking for numbers. And there is but, no better numbers putter at his best than Russell Westbrook, yeah. you know. He literally does everything. Um, so, yeah, Logan's a tough one. I didn't get any word from him, um, but he drafted really well, and I expect him to be right in the mix with everybody. Um, so I guess moving forward, because it's already 7.30. Oh, we got, we got to blow through these, my man. Yeah, we got to run through it. So I have a surprise guest. Like, I'm surprised that he made it. No, I'm not. But uh, this is one guy that had one of the most interesting drafts, I think, because he really made it a point to keep his budget at a certain level. And he did. Um, and he really did draft a good team, especially when you account for the wild cards. You got De'Aaron Fox. You got Macau Bridges. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, I think, is a underrated pick. We'll see how he's going to mix in there with Jalen Duran. Herbert Jones, he has a lot of potential upside here with Benchero, Ivy, Halliburton. Uh, for a guy that was really penny pinching, he really put together a good team. Um, you know, the only probably criticism I could give is that it does have a potential to fall flat. Like a few injuries away, it could fall flat, but there's a lot of potential. As as high of a potential it has to fail, I think it has a higher potential to succeed. So that's my thoughts. What do you think about that, Gary? Oh, I would 100% agree. I am. I, you will find out later that the potential alone, I know I see Zach watching here. Um, whenever we're ready to add him to the stream, I'm yep. happy to do so. But I am yeah. scared of his team most this season, next year, mainly because I don't think you'll find anybody in the world, maybe uh, Nakias Duncan on Twitter, who's as high on Herb Jones as I am, who's as high on Halliburton or uh, Ben Caro as I am. These are just guys who give it give it like two years. They're going to absolutely light this league up. Herb Jones already showed his worth as a defender last year. Um, but yeah, Ben Caro is just going to put up uh, monster points. I mean, this is an easy think about how many guys in this league this year are going to average 30 points. You know, you got your Lucas, your Jokic's, your Giannis's. Give it three years. We're going to say we're going to yeah. Ben Caro is going to be up there with those. And then looking towards the end of his draft, I mean, he's literally got like the NBA Twitter nerds' favorite player in Mikhail Bridges. He's got Chime Okiki, who's going to put up some, you know, if he if he gets the opportunity to start. Or to play some, he's gonna do some some good numbers. He's got De'Aaron Fox down there, which is an absolute steal yeah. Yeah. that late in the draft. So shout out to you, Zach, for getting a guy who put up 27 points a game when he plays with Demonta Sabonis. So um, yeah, kind of overrated though, right? Anyway, shut up. No, so Sabonis <laughs> is overrated for an actual basketball team, but when it comes to fantasy, oh my god, that guy is good. So. Yeah, yeah I, I'm excited about Zach's team here this year. I am most scared of his. So when we get to my section, wow. you have to ask me. That is okay. who I am terrified of, not only because he is drafted really well, but because Mans knows what he's doing. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Moving forward. I definitely agree. Cause we talk about the flexibility. He has some cap space and only uh, three free agent spots that I see, but I want to know, I want to know if the man has any exceptions to what we just said. So I'm going to bring him aboard. Welcome in Zach, the attack 180. Welcome yeah. to the show, yeah. man. Yeah. Any, yeah. any exceptions with what we said or, or do you agree that it line up with your strategy? Uh, yeah. So I took it for, I got, I think my 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 pick of the draft was Halliburton at the top, because uh, mm-hmm. if if Paolo and Ivy come out the gate hot, and I got you look at the rest of if Halliburton continue Halliburton a lot of people are saying he he he's gonna be he's a top ten like if you do redraft or whatever he he has the potential to be a sneaky top ten player this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, massive benefit get, getting out of Sacramento. Uh, for him. Say so, less. I mean, I mean honestly, if he, if he puts up, if he continues to grow, I got a lot of young talent. I got Br- Fox, who I was targeting the entire time because his numbers, like that salary, like 32, 34, that for those numbers, I you can't go wrong, especially when you got those kind of guys, you know, making 40 plus million. So, I mean, I, I really think, uh, yeah, my team. Um, I there's so many. I mean, so many reasons to be excited about this. So much upside. I got absolutely. S- yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm surprised. Like being like the most feared, but I will say, moving forward, I would uh, absolutely align with that. Yeah. Especially next I'm season. not really. I'm paying Fox right now, but that's pretty mm-hmm. pretty much. I and mean, Brid- Bridges is making a nice mid level yeah. kind of deal, but you know. By the way, I can we, either pay Howie Burton or I can wait on Ivy and Banchero and then end up paying one of them. Yeah. Both of them. So I, I think I still have, I think I'm set up really well. Yeah. By the way, we didn't even mention Miles Turner, who's another one that that's. I mean, really he, he's simply, I'm going to say this right now. I probably have zero intention of hanging on to him. Yeah. Moving forward. I'm just, he, he, he's, he, he's there to help me compete this year. You and the Pacers both. <laughs> yeah, right. he can't he can't keep a job anywhere damn it <laughs> that's tough um so before we move on zach is there a team that you're looking at that you could potentially be facing in the nba finals that you're fearful uh i i mean looking around i mean there's i don't think anybody's in bad shape yeah, I thought you were gonna say I don't think I could compete. I was like, damn. I was like, man, yeah, the, I mean, the, 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 the I, mean, I don't mean man. to sound selfish, but I really just focus on my team. I can't concern myself yeah. with that's a great strategy. Else. Yeah, with, I can't concern myself with what everybody else is doing too much, that's, you know. Especially in fantasy basketball, that's the way to do it, just so that you're not having to, you know, once you start playing that game of like, well, he's got him, so I have to get this guy, then your then your your strategy's yeah. out the window. I'm competing with myself. There mm-hmm. you go. So I, I think Zach, you're gonna stay on with us, right? Is that the plan? You wanna? I, I, can, I can. I can stay on. I can. Cool. Cool. So Absolutely. let's do that. So we're gonna try to speed up a little bit because <laughs> time is moving quick. Uh, but you know the the ending. You know we might skip one thing. So we'll see. All right. Uh, so Jonathan, I, I, one thing I like about Jonathan, I was like, hey, do you want to do the show? Nope. Do you want to comment? Nope. He's just about the league. He's here to win, and he's not playing no games. And I got nothing but respect for that. Um, again, a sneaky good team. 
I think Christian Wood, by the way, like that's just, we were just talking about him on Deep Takes from three. I'm really interested to see what he's going to do. He made a quick trade early on. Um, actually, I believe the first trade that we had, at least including players, uh, he traded Pascal Siakam. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I believe he received back Andrew, uh, Keegan Murray. He received back, which I think, you know, that was one of those sneaky moves. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's making calculated moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I will say, I don't know if it's a championship team, but it's going to be right in the mix. Uh, Gary, what do, what do you think about that? Looking, looking at his team. Well, I mean, honestly, I think the one thing that we're looking at here that I really, really like is that pickup of Keegan Murray. I mean, Keegan Murray, um, some or what is it, summer league MVP. You know, the Sacramento Kings, we we joke on them a little bit, but this is the year that if they're going to put up some stats of Sabonis and Fox and and I guess now the third fiddle there, Keegan Murray, if if he actually breaks out and does a little bit more than you would think. That's a guy who's going to put up a good bit of like all around the board numbers. I'm not saying he's going to average like 20 a game. Obviously, he's a rookie that rarely ever happens. But, you know, that's somebody in a couple of years at eight million dollars who I, I'm really high on yeah. uh, drafted fourth overall man's got Jason Tatum. I mean, there's enough said about Jason Tatum, possible MVP candidate um, Darius Garland. If you've ever played 2K, you all know that Darius Garland is absolutely insane in those simulations. Not that that matters here, but it's just crazy to be. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he is a guy who can put up like 25 and 10 easy. Um, I like some of his depth here. I like the idea that he gets DeAndre Hunter here at the end of the draft. $9 million. Yes, he is off the team next year. I, I don't, I'm not quite sure what the blue on the uh, on the docket means. I mean, look here. It's a qualifying offer, so I bet you they picked that up there just to keep him on the team for another year. Maybe let him uh, see. He maybe sees how much he can get a – in free agency, but like for real, this this team uh, pressures Achua for that cheap. I mean, this is a guy who's going to get some actual serious rotation minutes in Toronto. Can shoot the ball from all over the court. So, uh, yeah, no, this is a this is a team I'm excited about. Especially that that uh, Jason Tatum, OG Ananobi, Darius Garland combination is going to put up some serious stats. Yeah, man. I, I mean, that's definitely. I'm. I'm retweeting everything you just said zach any quick thoughts about jonathan i know we're moving we're, we're really um so here. i mean i think his team pretty much comes down to darius garland that's pretty much the success mm-hmm. of his team that's what it comes down to in my opinion I, fair fair yeah, he's got a lot of pieces there that, that fit, I'm, I, I, I'm not i'm not on board with the fit with Mitchell right now, I need to see it. With Mitchell. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Okay. So now we're going to try to move forward. Now we got Eric uh, and Kenny. This is one of the first – well, one of the first co-owners uh, that we're looking at so far. Um, he got Luca. He had the first overall pick. And now when we talk about depth, I think this might take it because he has – every single player in here I think is going to get some, some type of minutes and he's going to be able to start – uh, somebody every day um, and can afford some injuries, which a lot of us, I'm be honest, I'm one of those that can't afford too many injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has Ben Simmons, who I think is going to be massive. I just, we'll see. Kristaps uh, Porzingis and Lonzo Ball, obviously is injured, but he took a quick flyer, you know, late flyer pick. Now, I don't want to say too much because Kenny himself has got something to say about his team. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just let him take it away. Kenny, I mean, I'm sorry, Eric. Take it away. Oh, well, 
I think that was a uh, pretty solid plan, and he definitely executed uh, with what he was looking to do. And as you heard, Kenny will be the one managing the lineups moving forward. Um, uh, uh, Zach, any any quick thoughts about his team? Oh man, I mean, I, I it's very I mean, it's interesting. I mean, he kind of it was a he had a similar. I mean, he went big in the beginning, but he he's filled with all these lower end. Uh, salaries, all these middle kind of lot, look at all of his teams make him between four and eight million, like eighty percent of them. So, uh, I mean, I'm 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 just I'm just intrigued overall to see how this how this strategy works out for him. Honestly, yeah, like he could easily find himself in a championship mix, especially with the depth. Like if we're struggling with injuries, depending who he's facing. Um, and then I'm, it's not like he doesn't have some top heavy talent. Like I said, Luca Donnake, uh, you know, you got, uh, Ricky Rubio, who's going to be coming off the bench in Cleveland. Like, I know that sounds crazy. Like calling Ricky. Yeah, Rubio. Watch out for John Wall this season. John Wall. Watch gonna... out for John Wall. Gary, what do you, any quick thoughts? What do you think about, uh, this team we got over there, over there? He has Luka Doncic. Um, <laughs> that's it. I mean, honest, I mean, like everything else is great. Like I'm all for it, but like. When you have Luka Doncic, that's that's all you really need, and I mean, like the Mavericks think so too. So I mean, I'm not I'm not far off on just the idea of like you got Luka, you're in contention in a fantasy league. Yeah, absolutely. Enough said. There's really not much to say there, and he even got Wiseman. Uh, so moving forward, we got Josh, somebody that I, I believe that's two people that named him as uh, a team that they're really like threatened by um i'll be honest i mean james harden of course you know you can't sneeze at and you got joker you know so uh for me i think that's really a good team as well and there is some depth there you got josh hart at the bottom i think that's a sneaky pick in portland um Mm -hmm. and you got you know you have some picks there i will say the reason why it's not my most feared team i feel like a few injuries could easily tear down this team in my opinion um, but if he stays healthy, watch out. It's going to be really, really tough. Uh, Gary, 
Yeah. Oh no, Jokic. I mean, he's got Jokic. He's got Jokic, <laughs> yeah. and you got James Harden and Desmond Bain. Those are three dudes who, and Demar Derozan. I mean, look at this. Look at this team, guys. I'm not saying that he did. You know, the Josh Hart pick at the end of the draft there. That's really good. I'm not like too high on the on the back half. I'm not quite sure what the Costa Satetokounmpo pick was, just in terms of playing time. <laughs> but. When you make picks like James Harden, Desmond Bain, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Jokic, Ayo DeSumo, you know, that's all you need. I and mean, there's only seven guys that we get to play each, each day. And those are those are dudes that are going to put out those stat sheets. And, I mean, coming off the bench here, Clint Capella, not going to put up any crazy, like, offensive numbers, but those rebounds, those matter. Um, and, uh, you know, when when it comes to – some depth there on the back. I'm a little worried, but I can't say anything about any of those picks up at the top half that I was at. I mean, honestly, the reason everyone is scared of him is because of how much firepower he has at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. If he stays healthy, watch out. Um, oh, Zach, yeah. can you retweet what we we're saying or is there something else you're seeing? Uh, this- I, I mean, I, I, I was like, his team's all right. But then I saw, I, I mean, I missed that AO, the AO, the moon pick. Mm-hmm. And, Watch out for because he's gonna he has a huge opportunity ahead of him with with Lonzo being out for a while. He could oh yeah, really, he could really take off. From, he takes off. I mean, this team, this that that his team's scary. That's I I, I definitely hear that. So I'm thinking. Let's see. We got through. Uh, let's see. That's four, five, and we had Ronnie. That's six, seven, and then we got through my team eight. But I think I think we could squeeze in one more. One for more sure, team. you know, and there's no better team to close with, in my opinion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just scroll to the team. Let's see, I believe he's this way. We scroll down a little bit, and there we go. The man Gary himself. Um, <laughs> we gotta end here. Um, I, I think my, I think it's yeah, a deep team. The LeBron James pick was a. A good pick. It's LeBron James. You can't be mad at it. Of course, it does eat quite a bit of the cap, but the cap is going to go up, and you only have a handful of free agents. So I think moving forward, you look good. And you got Derrick Rose. You know, that's my guy. Uh, You got Kawhi Leonard, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kevin Love. Malik Beasley, I think, is another good pick. Um, So Andre Drummond, who's going to put up numbers. I believe he's slotted to at least – he's in Chicago, so he's going to come off the Mm -hmm. bench. Um, Austin Reeves, you never know if he gets some extended playing time. He looks pretty good in the preseason right now. Um, I will say maybe not the best depth, but again, one of those teams that if it stays healthy, you got that guy right there, the third name right there. But he's also mm-hmm. right, right next to your name. Uh, who? Could- oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Today, I, I will be Zion Williamson's personal chef this entire season. I am hoping on him to not only stay healthy, but dominate. He did put up crazy numbers when he was healthy. Of course, when he was healthy should be the name of my team because I do have LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard there as well. Um, and I'll be honest, guys, uh, me and my me and my friend Nick here, my co-owner, we had a pretty solid uh, strategy going in in this draft, at least in the top half. I want to get good value players with the money that we have, but with players that, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit negative next season, but just like the Golden State Warriors. I'm trying to win this year, and I'm also trying to win in the future. That's why I picked Tyrese Maxey with my second pick. That's why I picked Zion Williams with my first pick. Zion Williamson with my first pick. Tyrese Maxey might be the third option there in uh, 
in uh, Philadelphia, but like at the same time, this is a guy who, when health or when like he's actually on, is an incredible fast break player, scary to watch. And with James Harden kind of giving up a little bit of the ball handling responsibility to him throughout the regular season just for health reasons and to keep himself going for the playoffs. I'm excited for Maxi. I'm excited for what he does in the future. Um, towards the end of my bench, yeah. I did joke pick Udonis Haslam. I am a massive Heat fan, so I have to ride with my guy, even though he will not play. I'm just kind of using, just like the Miami Heat, our philosophy, use that. He's our coach. He's our he's our bench coach there. And then towards the end, I also took some guys that I'm a little bit higher on that I think I got a steal there with Matisse Thibel. I don't know how he fell all the way down to that mm -hmm. end of the draft. Derek Rose was, me and Nick had a uh, had a conversation a couple of days beforehand, we were like, we need to get, we need to make sure that we have a couple of million dollars left to make a good pick towards the end of the draft, just so that we can have a quality guy, you know, get, get you some buckets on an off night, get you some good points, get you some, um, you know, veteran leadership over there. And uh, he's, he's with New York still, right? Uh, Isaiah. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. He's so, so I'm, I'm excited to him for him to play some of that veteran leadership role with, um, and you know, with Tibbs, he always loves, playing Derek Rose. So I'm excited to see that. And I'd say the one pick I'm not particularly happy with, with my, with my team here was bull bull. Uh, I like the idea of him as a player. I know that a lot of those have coming out of Orlando magic camp is high on him. Will he play all that much? Not on the defensive end, but maybe he puts some, some buckets on offense, but I'm just kind of like I'm having a good time. I haven't really done a fantasy draft in a long, long time. Uh, and, you know, I had a good time. I am. I will say my I'm so I'm way prouder of my Andre Drummond pick than I should be. He put up 10 points, 10 rebounds, the backup center last year. And if there's one thing that the Chicago Bulls didn't do last year was rebound. So I'm I'm expected to see a good, good season from him. And as far as. um as far as teams I'm scared of, I, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited about this season. I'm excited to see what you guys uh, think about my team. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of gave my thoughts. What do you think, Zach? Like, um, if LeBron and Kawhi stay healthy and play a number enough games, we're talking if if they're playing more than sixty. Because I think that at this point you're expecting like 50, 55 out of both of them, and that, you, that's why I got them both. Honestly, if you if you, if if both of them can stay healthy, there's no reason this team. I mean, this you're 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 definitely going to be a top seed going into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, with the Draymond Green situation, uh, Kaminga mm. might get more playing time sooner than we think. Um, and then uh, one thing too, I didn't, we didn't really mention. But Colin Sexton at this point, especially with the contract, when you got guys that are making 30 and 40 million in Utah, he could easily find himself. He's in Utah, right? Yeah, no, he got, yeah. he was in that Utah okay. trade. Yep. At a moment. Okay. But yeah, in Utah, he could easily find himself being like the first option. I believe going in by default, he has to be. Um, so yeah, I think you did a pretty good job. I mean, yeah, you're in the negative, but, but like I said, the cap is going to go up eventually next season and i'm more than likely you'll be in the positive uh, and i won't have you donis haslam next year and you won't have haslam but you, know, <laughs> you, need, you need team morale uh and you got kevin love there too so you know you yes and, and and with a lot of the times with my with my free agent picks 
I went with Kawhi because he was the best player available. Of course, my LeBron James, Kawhi, he's basically my insurance on both ends, just so that just in case one of them gets hurt, you know, they're old. They, it's Kawhi Leonard. You never know what's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm willing to take the bullet on that if, I, if Kawhi goes out for the season. Spencer Dinwiddie, my pick there was just because of Luka and the ball handling responsibility that Spencer might have to deal with at the end of the year. Kevin Love, of course, six man of the year candidate last year. And then Malik Beasley always putting up numbers whenever you need him. So, yeah, I, I think my my strategy was pretty solid. Yes, I understand. I am a little in the red next year, but, you know, whatever. I'm down for it. Yeah. You're good. It, it makes it all the better. Look, so as many people that are watching us, and I know we got thousands of viewers worldwide, we cannot compete with the NFL. And I know we got the football game starting in a few minutes. So I think maybe we, 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 we call it here. I think Gary was a good team to end with. Um, and, you know, tune in. We're going to figure out, like, when a, another day would be good to, like, to finish up looking at everybody else's teams. And by then, I'm also going to have my ranking, uh, my just personal opinion of who I think is going to be the strongest, one through 16. You see Devin on the left side. I'm hoping he can make it to our next show. Uh, it will be fitting to have him as a third one. But. Again, I want to thank everybody that participated. Zach, thank you very much for coming on. And hopefully we'll have you on future shows as well. Uh, Brian was supposed to be here. He, you know, who knows what happened there? You know, Chris is a bit of a character over there. So it's kind of, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, that's all for next show. Um, any parting words, my friend? Gary. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to be a part of this, man. I'm glad that you invited me. I'm glad that this is happening. I'm glad I get to bring my sports nerd knowledge and excitement to a form where I get to look at spreadsheets all day and feel like, yes, you did do something well and good with your life that you get to basically talk sports on a podcast as much as you want. So thank you for having me. And, and Zach, thank you for coming on. appreciate it. And um, please keep giving Isaiah more crap in, in our comments about being a Knicks fan. I really, I really, I really like that. I know, I know you're probably loaded with those, but yes, please. I, I was just going to say, I was surprised he didn't. There was no digs at the Knicks, but you had to ruin it, didn't you? But it's okay. Oh, yeah, no. I got RJ Barrett. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mention his name every time. Uh, Zach, any parting words, my friend? And, and oh, man, what, what do you got to say? <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean, I'm only in this league because I, I found out you were a Knicks fan. Like, I have to be in this just, 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 I don't, I, I'm just, all this roster and lineup is just like, is just a formality. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here to trash Knicks. And that's literally the name of Chris. I'm just here for Nick slander, bro. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but, hey, man, like I said, thank you, everybody. I know, again, like I said, this isn't everybody's cup of tea, getting on camera and talking. Ronnie's tuning in. So shout out, Ronnie. You did a great job. David did a great job. Um, he was really shy. Like He was like he was nervous. I was like, hey, you're good, man. Zach did a good job. Um, Gary, you know, shit, man. I, I don't know. What can I say? Like, <laughs> Gary does this. Uh, so, hey, I, I guess that's it. I appreciate you guys keeping, just keep tuned and we'll, we'll figure out when episode two will be. All right. So, See you guys. That is it.